Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. <laughs> Where'd my pen go? What the fuck? Fuck, where'd you put my pen, you fucking cocksucker? You know. Oh, boy. This is the five. This is going to be Where's so my pen? fun. Did you throw it out with that, but wherever you were getting there? Where's the fucking <laughs> pen? Jersey, for some reason, you know, has to go it's until July. Oof. Yeah. I don't know when we're done. They lifted some things. I just take but... my fucking pen, Hawk. <laughs> it's somewhere. Now the funny thing would be if I just sat down and I found the fucking pen right there. I away. wish you would have sat it's on still it. Still don't fucking see it. It's really pissing me off. Right, right in the old poop chute. Whoop! There it is. I found the pen. <laughs> it's there, and I don't feel it. I hey, try not to shoot that puck up my pooper. Right in the old man-made pocket. <laughs> Okay. Move to the music, play like the music, move it to the music. 
the love of God, stay away from the dipping dots. That's fucking right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI podcast. My name is BC Tony. I'm your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States. Of the damn, damn dipping dots. And I am joined, as always, by the other half of the world's greatest tag team ever. It's him. It is him. He's a scientist. That's a fact, Jack. It's GPP. It's science. I had to surprise you with a with a little bit of a new intro, a couple new sound bites I had to throw in there. I had to have oh, some fun with it, brother. Oh man. <laughs> and if I had to use two words to describe the dippin' dots, it would be phenomenal. And speaking of phenomenal, it's the one and only funky, phenomenally fresh, AJ Belaz. Back from the week sabbatical, and let's give a shout out to Tony, proving that just like the Browns, you can't lose on a bye week for trivia. <laughs> oh, God. Somebody mute his mic. What the fuck? Uh, yes, we're back. Took a week off. Had some things going on. Everybody was up to shenanigans. That's all right. We're back once again. Uh, AJ, I, I heard you were out partying and about. What? What? What's the deal, yo? How, how'd it go? So it was it was a lot of fun. So that Wednesday, uh, Pennsylvania actually got their restriction from orange to yellow, so you can actually have a gathering of people and not be scared of COVID, basically. So I got the text message saying, hey, we're getting a get-together, we're going to be drinking, we're going to be playing video games, we're going to have debauchery. So I politely asked you guys, hey, I need some human interaction. I, I I can't just keep doing the video stuff. So, no! so uh, yeah, had a little no! bit of fun. KDB, relax. No! Anyway, but yeah, ha- had a lot of fun. But it's good to be back in the trivia seat, pissing off Tony. Well, okay, here we go. He lives we'll get there. Now. We'll get there eventually. Uh, deep. B, you've had quite the week, uh, new beginning of such. New beginnings, a new new additions to the entertainment section of thechairshot.com. We have a brand new podcast that I am making an attempt to host. It's called A Winner Is You, where we talk video games, uh, all kind of all things gaming. We, you know, we're gonna we're probably gonna have some uh, video podcasts of playing board games with the guys on Tabletop Simulator. If anybody's played that before. Uh, it's pretty awesome, uh, but we talked a lot of video games uh, with a good handful of guys. Uh, Sean, Adam, and Drew were all part of the group. We did. We kind of took the first half of the episode to talk about you know everybody's upbringings and how they got into gaming and, and their experiences and everything and what they like to play. And then we talked in the second half about a little PS5 and the brand new release that came out of first visuals of what the ps5 console is going to look like and a good handful of the trailers that they showed and came out with so pretty exciting stuff uh really excited that we're getting into doing that um so go check that out as well on the chairshot.com it'll drop on fridays it's called a winner is you there you go folks make sure you're checking all the content out over at the chairshot.com all right Let's do it. Let's loosen up. Let's get it going. I'm loose as a goose on a, on a Saturday night. What you drinking? Oh. Drink it in, man. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. 
DP, what you got going on over there on a Friday late afternoon, early evening? Well, I'm uh, I'm half mixing it up a little bit because <laughs> I got a mixed drink, <laughs> and I'm mixing it because normally I've been trying the absolute Mandarin, uh, but that unfortunately has been unavailable at the local grocery stores around by me, of course, because it's something I like. You know, that's how that works, right? You start to like it, you never find it again. So I'm trying out a new Amsterdam uh, mango type of drink, and we found some uh, Mexican. Uh, sodas there as well, and I oh, got a mandarin. Sodas. Okay, got yep. a mandarin soda. <laughs> yeah, sodas, Mexican. Sodas. Wasn't sure, wasn't sure where you're going there. <laughs> Good old jarritos. <laughs> so we mixed that a little bit with some uh, mandarin uh, soda, actually, and it's uh, pretty good. I don't know, not too bad. That's what I got. Phenomenal one. Well. uh... For those that know me very well, uh, my favorite drink is Jaeger, and I decided I'm going to put some Coke and some Jaeger. I think I'm going to call it the Dark Order. It's got potential, but it's just missing something, and I just don't know what. Maybe more soda, maybe more alcohol. Who knows? Maybe Boom Boom, Coke Cabana? Maybe Coke Cabana. Well done, DP. Well done. Speaking of things that, you know, once you start liking and you can't find them, sometimes they come back and you find them again. That's right. I found good old Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. So drinking that down. That's what I'm drinking. That's what we're drinking. Hell yeah. That's what I'm drinking. That's what we're drinking. That's what I'm drinking. That's what we're drinking. That's what we're drinking. Give me a hell yeah. Well done, DP. Well done. All right. Let's get into it. Let's let everybody know what's happening this week on the podcast known as DW1. Well, well, we're waiting. Well, it's the big show. Wow. I think you were at St. Michael's Cathedral. We do. Listening to the angels from above. <laughs> um, well, this week, a uh, little bit in your house, a little bit of backlash. Unfortunately, we're going to have to endure trivia once again. And a last call that no one even knows what it's going to be yet. Literally, nobody knows what last call is going to be as Not of this moment in time. But we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there, though. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, on that note, DPP. Ring the bell. Let's talk a little bit of in your house. What's the temperature in your house right now, AJ? Uh, last time I checked the thermometer, I think it's about 75 with the air conditioner on. It's been kind of muggy. <laughs>
Oh, don't turn it down. Keep it going. <laughs> Gentlemen, what are your overall thoughts and takeaways from In Your House this last weekend? I know we had uh, we had some more matches on NXT this Wednesday and uh, kind of looking at what's going to be happening more towards the future as opposed to maybe moving away from the past this past weekend. I actually really enjoyed this one. You know, I much like all the takeovers really, you know, they're they're just awesome. I thought what I was worried about what was gonna happen is kind of what happened in the first match is that eventually takeovers, if they start to be their own branded like pay per view, that they'll throw extra matches in there that are unnecessary, that don't that take away from the awesomeness that was takeover matches, and I thought that first match really did that. Uh, but the rest of them were re- really good, I thought, AJ. Yeah, I 100% agree. I mean, the the six-woman tag match was kind of lackluster, but the rest of them were really good. Top end. Uh, and especially all of the references that they made to the... Really, we're doing the, the, the hand trick with the fingers here? Tony's a walrus, since we're all audio listeners. Tony's a walrus, and Dan's doing magic. All right. Cuckoo, kachoo! But no, all the matches were great. I loved every single, like, 90s reference that they threw in, the 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 ice cream bars that they had. Even Shawn Michaels still not knowing how to use a computer for AOL Messenger. Everything was just so good. Of course, we started low, but we aimed high, and we got there. So so here's a little bit of a true story. True story! About seven strangers picked the living up. No, about PC Tony trying to watch this pay-per-view. So it wasn't feeling great Saturday. Uh, ended up kind of crashing for a bit. Woke up late Saturday night. Grabbed my phone like... Uh, Cool. Let's watch NXT. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where the fuck is it? Why do I only have Portland on here? What is going on? Where is this pay-per-view? Who's logged into my fucking account? Like, where? where is NXT? What the fuck? Like, Portland. Okay, I get Portland. Portland happened already. What the fuck? No, I don't want Wednesday's show. I don't want Backlash coming up. I don't want... Motherfucker. It's not on till tomorrow. That is crap on a stick. You move the motherfucker from Saturday to Sunday. It's Tobias. I agree. That's and that's what I'm worried about with this. You know, I, I just I like the idea that it was on Saturdays. I like that it was you know a precursor to one of the major you know events for the WWE shows. So I, I this is one of the things I worry about if they're going to break them off and be their own brand. Is that we're going to start getting these on Sunday and we're going to start getting these additional matches that you know, are unnecessary and bring the level of that pay-per-view down. I, I agree with the frustration of it's supposed, it was usually Saturdays and then they just changed it to Sunday, but aren't AEW's pay-per-views usually on Saturdays? And that's what makes them great. I watch them in my garage with the mic man. I'm, I'm just stating. <laughs> that, that, that's so so what? They don't have to be on the... They're not on the same days. Well, they're already on the same days weekly, and you can't have it monthly, too. 
I don't agree with that. I just don't like it. I mean, everything should be on Saturday. I, I don't Look at like boxing's on Saturday. Like... UFC is on Saturday. The Super Bowl should be on Saturday. The country, the whole country, should be giving like Labor Day and Memorial Day, Election Day every four years should be given off to people that work as well. You want more people to turn out and vote. I would like us to well, just to have our weekend be Sunday and Monday. Make our weekend Sunday and Monday. Oh, you want to work on Saturday? Yeah. Well, then the pay per views on technically on Saturday. And we got the day off. Why can't they? Why does every other corporation in the world have to change? Why can't they just fucking put their shit on Saturday motherfucking night? It's already recorded half the time. I yeah, I, pre- I got nothing. Apparently, I'm, apparently, I'm preaching to the choir over here. A hundred percent. Let's get back <laughs> yeah. to the card. Let's get back to the card. All right, you guys are waiting for me. Oh, I thought you were going to make this into the card. You are the, anyway. the commissioner. Finn Balor and Damian Priest. You know, I know afterwards Triple H praised Damian Priest for his efforts and everything he did and thought this was a coming out party basically for Damian Priest in that match. I don't know how you felt about that, AJ. I thought it was an awesome match. I thought it was great. I thought it was perfect for him despite being despite the losing effort. No, it, it was a great match. I mean, the one thing that I'm a little soured on with my taste is all of the outsider references. I get Damien Priest was a fan of Hall and Nash, but did you really have to do the whole freaking flatline with the crucifix? Come on. Well, that's his finisher, right? I mean, basically, right, is, is the razor's edge, or the outsider's edge, whatever you call it. Yeah, depending on what company you're in. <laughs> but now, it, other than that, I really like the match. Finn winning, and then what happened hey, later on on NXT. Later on on NXT, Finn Balor's going to challenge someone for their championship, but who? But no, this was a great match. Uh, Damien looked good. Finn looked good. There's not really much I can crap on about it. It was actually a good match other than just the outsider's edge. You don't have to do the freaking flat line. You don't have to do the pump up either. Like, yeah. Alright, speaking of crapping on things, let's talk about the backlot brawl because it's crazy that it comes out that the same people produced this as they did the Boneyard match and then the fact that AEW has Brian Cage and John Moxley in the backstage backlot and that was like a fifth of the time, and five times better. Like, I did not appreciate this backlot brawl, the cinematic purpose that they gave it. Well, yeah, I'm not a... I I think I've gone on record saying I'm not a fan of of these kind of cinematic matches. This one was, I guess, slightly less of cinematic. I mean, whereas it wasn't like, you know, different scenes of it were taped. It seemed like it was all kind of a continuous match, but... I mean, obviously it was taped beforehand, but I'm I'm not a fan of the way they do these things, and I'm not, and talking about how Moxley and Cage did one, too, I am horribly seeing the similarities between these two guys, two, you know, companies and shit that they're just taking from each other, and it's the same shit we're seeing on both shows, which is really frustrating me, and I am not enjoying that one bit, and all of a sudden, like, 
Since when did the the phrase of the or the you know word of the month become grit? You know, the first, Edge said grit, and now all of a sudden we're hearing it everywhere. I, I don't get it. <sighs> well, I know I can say this. But apparently, WWE really likes Final Fantasy XIV and playing Dark Knight with the grit feature. Um, it was... Somebody, with all, somebody's going to be on a winner's you sometime soon. <laughs> without a doubt. I know for a fact that, you know, I'm playing that too damn often. But with all the cinematic matches, this one probably is the worst. It just didn't hold up to the... I think the problem was they didn't hold up to, like, the high bar that, you know, the Boneyard match, or even the Last Man Standing match that Edge and Orton had at WrestleMania. Because I'm not looking forward to this Backlash match. But it, it didn't hold up to the standards that it was for the other two cinematic matches that WWE has done. Um, I like that they added Dexter Loomis into this with Velveteen Dream and his buddy. I'm not going to use the tag name that Andrew uses on Pod is War, but I I like the story. I just wasn't a big fan of the match. Would you, would you rather, would you have enjoyed it more if it was, if there was no ring? Like, it should be like in the back lot brawl, like, like Piper and, and Goldust did, or, you know. Those kind of matches where it's, it's not there's there shouldn't be a ring present. Who is it? Steve Blackman and um, Ken Shamrock? Or was it Al, no? Was it Al Snow? Was it Al Snow? And they did well. Any of those hardcore matches when they went into you know across the street into bars and whatever. <laughs> I, I think if they did the backlot brawl the same way they did uh, Cena versus Guerrero, that would have been better. Where they had their backyard, like the back lot, like all the Just cars around the cars. Them area. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Is you're in a cement structure and there's a circle of cars and you're all in the middle, you know, so you can't really get out. And I'm pretty sure that's a lot of what Blackman did. And you go back to that Attitude Era. You know, the funny. It's like, I'm sorry, I'm going to just go back to the same old thing. Like, we're at the bar, I tell the same story all the time, right? It's, why can't you make the mid-card better than, why can't you make the mid-card more important to people, right? They're so focused on what they're doing with the main event and everything else, that's going to be what it's going to be because it's in its position, it has that title, and they keep shifting that around. But spend some time on these medium storylines. That's how you get the build and the burn at the end, you know? I, I just don't understand why they're so into... They've gotten rid of 50-50 booking, but they have 50-50 storyline instead, and it's even worse. Well, yeah, nobody gets nobody gets the push out of that. Nobody gets elevated to the next level or anything like that, because everything completely is 50-50, and it doesn't matter at this point. And, you know, at the, it's basically just whoever... If they want to put into the main event at this point, they're going to do that, and that's that's the way it's going to be. And that's you know, and especially with, and I'm really frustrated with that in AEW, where their whole thing was about we're going to make wins and losses count, and it's going to be a big thing. But then Brody Lee shows up, and the next day he's in the main event wrestling for the title, and Brian Cage shows up, and he automatically wins the you know that briefcase thing or whatever, and gets the title shot. It's like. What happened to, you know, what we were going to do where wins and losses actually make a difference? It, it completely abandoned. Mm-hmm. Oh, or, or not to mention that uh, 
I don't remember if it was this week or last week's Dynamite where they there was a number one contendership match for the tag titles, even though freaking the best friends won it already on the pay-per-view. Yeah, there's two uh, two other tag team title matches before the best friends get their title match. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. <sighs> that was that was a nice uh, you know abandonment of the. NXT in your house show. Sorry, there, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, let's talk about another. Wait, let's talk about another championship match. How about the uh, North American Championship that, between Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano? What, that's that's where I wanted to go. Speaking of people who, who maybe aren't where they are going to be shortly, to me it feels like Keith Lee is more of a main roster guy. It's just not. It, it's run its course where he's at, right? I mean, this was a good match. Anybody can have a good match with Johnny Gargano, right? But I just, I need him to drop this belt, and I need him to move up to probably Raw, because Raw needs somebody. Agreed. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it sounds like maybe that, you know, I think we talked about it where Dijakovic might be going up there uh, because he's a bigger guy to uh, face off against uh, McIntyre here for that title. But totally, I mean, a guy like Keith Lee is kind of built for the main roster, and I'm in the same way. Just I, I don't see him going anywhere else. You know, once he finally drops his title, I don't see him making a play for the NXT Championship. It just seems like he should be moving up to the main roster right after that. Yeah, I mean, let, let's rewind a little bit back to the Royal Rumble when Keith Lee made his entrance in it Brock Lesnar was impressed with him he just looked and he's like oh shit this is a big boy he's he's good and he's proved it time and time again that's why he's the North American champion so I I think it's just to put the North American championship with like a good name kind of like Razor did with the Intercontinental or Sean but yeah without a doubt once he drops this belt he's there's going to be a rocket ship strapped right on his back and shot all the way to the main roster, all the way to the top. All right, gentlemen, let's finish up our talk here on In Your House, and let's get to probably the biggest story of the night. It finally happened, and she is now your NXT Women's Champion. Just when it looked like the figure eight was going to take out Rhea Ripley, the genius of the sky, Io Shirai, drops down and gets the one, two, three. Gentlemen, your thoughts on what Charlotte has done for that women's division in NXT? Because some people are detractors from what they've done with her and don't really like it. And maybe they think they didn't pay off Rhea Ripley. But she already made Rhea Ripley. Now Io has been made. She went down there to give them two big stars, and those two are firmly have a foothold in that stardom for NXT's women's division, and I think it's a success. Give Charlotte a couple weeks off, bring her back up, put her into a thing. AJ, you're laughing. Go ahead. You want to argue with the man, let it fly. (laughs) The only reason why I'm laughing is because you said put them into stardom, and Io's now the champion, so it's just perfect. Uh, it too long overdue. I like what Charlotte did where, you know, 
everyone knows she's the the she is the pedestal. Like if you can beat her, congrats, you're now the best. Um, just like so you her dad just like said. The, so you just like the starter reference? Oh yeah, yeah. I know you inadvertently said that, but that's why I started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no credit. But uh, God. Tell you sometimes Tony is very clever and you just don't recognize it. Not even you recognize it. I don't need you to tell him that. <laughs> well, it's too late. <laughs> it's already recorded. It's already out there. It's science. <laughs> I would have enjoyed. Actually, I would have enjoyed that a little bit better if Rhea Ripley wasn't part of that match. Honestly, I think Io Shirai getting the clean win over Charlotte would have been better. In my opinion, because she again, Charlotte never took the pinfall, so they can go a lot of ways with it, you know. In that sense, right? I, the ending was a little bit clunky. I liked the way what they were going for, but she kind of missed the moonsault a little bit and hit her right on the head, which looked a little awkward. And Rhea Ripley, I don't know. If, tell you win wasn't laying out, knocked her the fuck out for realsies. Uh, but I am I am super happy that Io Shirai won it. That's for sure because that should have been a name NXT. Takeover in your house for realsies. <laughs> and, and you know, with the with the lack of the the crowd there, that felt a little lackluster of a, of a celebration. Unfortunately, I like that they brought in people of, again and have at least some bit of a an audience of NXT trainees, but just felt a little a little down in that in that big win in that big moment. But I'm I'm super happy because she is just a ridiculously awesome wrestler and love what they're doing with her and love where they're going to go with this women's division. And like you said, they can, they can take Charlotte off for, you know, a couple weeks if they want to, and then kind of bring her back, introduce her back as a great chat, obviously a number one challenger. Cause she is, you know, the best in the business right now and can go either way on any roster. Even if they want to move her, uh, this is a perfect time to do that and, and bolster division. If they want to go towards, Asuka and Charlotte again, and finally get Asuka have that final get that final win, the win finally over Charlotte at like a SummerSlam. Could be awesome, I think, and and I, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Two last things before we move on. One of them is NXT, and then we'll get a brief synopsis because AEW NXT kind of go hand in hand. Wednesday Night War, <clears throat> Fighter Fest coming up, but. Last NXT thought, Karrion Cross, Scarlett Bordeaux. I mean, the finish to NXT this week with the, you know, you you got the days of our lives, sand, fucking glass, hourglass to put out there and flip, right? Your thoughts on what they've done with Cross to start and what's his ceiling? AJ? Uh, I mean, they've made him look like a monster, just like his former name killer cross they're, they're really making him look like an absolute monster especially making champa pass out with the cross jacket i, I don't really see a ceiling for him it, he's just that damn good i've seen him in tna i know i know that word's gonna sour tunny to no end but he's really fucking good <laughs> i'm i'm scared is the way I'll put it. I'm scared because they just introduced him and they're putting him into a title match with Adam Cole immediately. And 
there's only a few ways you can go with this thing. I, you know, they can drag it out a little bit where he gets himself disqualified or whatever and drag it on, but you're almost putting yourself into a corner where, you know, the same thing they did with the fiend where he can't lose. How do you get out of this and, and make it still look good? And I, I trust triple H. I trust NXT because they have done some awesome things. So I, I expect them to get this right, honestly, but it just, it scares me what they're doing right away with him because at this point what with what they're doing, I, I would say, put him on the main roster and, and let him do what he's doing because it could be amazing and awesome. But Putting him in the title match immediately is scary. Uh, you know, it's, at some point, obviously, Adam Cole's got to drop it and move, and I think move up the undisputed ro- uh, undisputed era to the main roster. But at, at the expense of giving it to you know Karrion Cross, and then yeah. how long does he hold on to that thing if if that's the way they're going to go so quickly? It's it's to me, it's scary. If if. They really believe in him as much as they do. You could easily just throw him into that title picture right away. You know, come up with something for the next thing after not winning it, somehow not looking bad, right? I mean, you could just be fast-tracking him to the top by putting him to a main event in NXT as well, though, right? I mean, he doesn't have to necessarily win this match to not look good, or to look good, I should say. What do you think about that, AJ? Or DP, you got to come back on me on that? Huh? I, I guess. You want some yeah. of this? Sure, sure. You want to you wanna go? A little rock'em, sock'em robots kind of thing going? I like it. Uh, it's. <laughs> come on, put him up, put him up. Uh, <laughs> put him up. Well, that's why I get scared, because if you put him into that main ro- you put him into that main title match, yeah, he can lose. I, I agree, in, in, a, in a sense of, you know, you got. The rest of the Undisputed Era that can come and interfere and cost them the match, disqualifications, whatever may happen. Can at that point can you put him? Can you say okay, he lost or whatever, and then put him back somewhere else in NXT and not challenge for the the, the heavyweight title again? I just I don't see them being able to do that. That's that's where I'm going with that. AJ thoughts, sir. I understand what you're getting. Uh, with the whole, you know, if he loses, what what is there for him and all that? I mean, it just goes back to the AEW wins and loss thing where, you know, as soon as you lose, what now? But, um, nah, it, I, I, I've already said my praise. I've seen him in Impact. I've seen him work. He's really freaking good. I, I trust the praise that they give him for NXT, so hopefully he... I'm not saying I hate Adam Cole, but hopefully the the reign ends like every reign should, and we get a new, intimidating, and with Scarlet there, arousing uh, championship run. Arousing? Wow. <laughs> I don't know about you, but my peony just went, huh? <laughs> you, you brought up AEW. Let's finish this out. You know, favorite thing least favorite thing in AEW right now. For me, I I actually really like what they're doing with Brody Lee and how they're kind of adding to that faction and creating something that's away from the main event now. I get you say wins and losses, this and that, but they just they established him as as significant like that. And that whole faction is significant now, right? Uh what I don't like is 
it might have gotten a little bit better this week. And boy, I got to tell you, I love uh, the perfect camel toe plex. Let me tell you that. But the women's division is not great. Your guys' thoughts? Uh, as as AJ tries to compose himself, I'll go next. <laughs> <sighs> what I love right now is the TNT Open Challenge. The title, Cody giving some other except guys... The, except the actual title, which is, looks like a fucking red piece of plastic oh. with it, some tinfoil on it. It's, it's incomplete. Come on. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You had one so job. Was my first semester at journalism in high school. They both sucked. <laughs> he had one job, and he couldn't do it. Even in a pandemic, for God's sakes, you're a goddamn professional wrestling company. You can't get your title completed. Drives me nuts. I, I'm loving it. I'm loving the open challenge. I'm, I'm glad they they're doing that. Cody's a phenomenal wrestler, and that he can put on great matches with other guys and just kind of elevate them and, and show the world that, Hey, these guys can go, these guys can be, you know, main eventers or, or amazing talents that, you know, you can watch out for and look out for and enjoy that. Um, I, what I'm, what I'm not liking, oh man, I don't know. I will well, I'm also liking FTR. If you haven't watched yet, uh, the, the oh, revival definitely. is fantastic. And I love the fact in the last ep, you know episode that Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard are watching and I'm, I'm hoping, <laughs> They've been making a lot of brain buster references, so I hope that comes back. I don't know if I have anything like really disappointing that I that I don't like about it for the most part. I, I, I mean, yeah. I, I I like the whole TNT Open Challenge where Cody even said it on the the Twitters where it's open to anyone, not just AEW, anybody. We could see, you know, maybe more Impact stars or a or NWA stars or have at you. Have at you. But <laughs> but I, I really do like that. I, I'm in the same boat where the TNT title. I really wish it was finished. Not looking like the Raw tag team titles, basically. But <laughs> it does. <laughs> nice. The one thing I royally dislike about Dynamite, and people can fight me on this, I don't really care, but they end the show the same way every time. They end it with a giant brawl, and it's just a, it, it's just a giant kerfuffle. It, it's a Donnybrook the entire time. Where it's like, oh, here comes the heel people, now here comes the face people, and a boom. They've been around since the beginning of October, and about 70% of their shows end in a giant freaking heel-versus-face brawl, and it, it just gets old. I never, I didn't pay attention to that, I guess. That's, that's a good point. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> I, you know, and I guess if, I, if, I'm, if I'm thinking about the things I hate, I know we just talked about it, you know, the, the fact that these guys that have just come in to... Uh, the company like Brody Lee and then Brian Cage are immediately getting put into the world title picture and you you know losing for the most part and it just I think it hurts a lot of characters when it comes to that and I think not rushing things is is a lost art in in the wrestling world and 
I'm disappointed yeah. in that. I, I miss that. I miss that build and really getting behind somebody to enjoy when they finally get over the, the over that hump and win something major or finally get that opportunity. You know, that's something that's really missing, and I think AEW is falling into that quickly where they're just giving these brand new guys an immediate title shot and you know, and then losing immediately. <laughs> it's just, it's, I don't know. I don't like that. Not a fan. All right, folks, as we move forward here in this podcast, I hope you enjoyed our NXT and AEW thoughts. Once again, uh, AJ is about to pour some Jaeger, a little after dinner mint. Uh, that's what Metallica called it. But uh, before we move on to Backlash, let's take a pause. For the cause. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Sierra Hotel. India. Echo. Lima. Delta. Shield. Hey folks, listen up. DC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Anchor Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOP. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Pins, stickers, illustrations. Angrylemonade.net. This is my yard now. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Gentlemen, backlash. It's upon us. It's happening shortly sunday evening not saturday by the way for those of you that think nxt is on saturday fucking buffoons. anyway there are so many big things happening i think the greatest wrestling match ever is supposed to happen on this card what do you guys think about that let's start there randy orton versus edge uh i actually want to play something for you guys and i played this uh the other week on Pot is War, but I thought I'd save it for this show until we talked about it right now. You do you want to listen to this? You don't like their music? What's wrong with you? Yeah, play it. <laughs> He's never heard this. You think you know me? I am boys! Talk to me. 
now you're ready for the greatest wrestling match ever. And let me segue into that by saying, apparently Edge tweeted out the other day, for everybody to know, he was having the greatest coffee ever. So I think we're right on track here. <laughs> well, he's got to he's got to keep up with the greatest things ever. I, this is uh, this is the worst moniker to ever put on these two guys. Let me tell you, holy crap! Or is it the greatest? That's the or is it the greatest? Hate it. <laughs> it's ter It's terrible. It's it's you know why you, these guys are not going to put on the greatest wrestling match. I'm sorry. You know, no, they're not the guys who do technical wrestling for the most part. You know, Randy Orton's known as a methodical, you know, break a guy down type of wrestler. He's not going to do the catch his catch can type of wrestling, Greco Roman wrestling matches like Daniel Bryan are, are going to do or anything like that. It's just, that's just the way it is. These, these guys aren't for that. And to put that moniker on it, what is that trying to do? You're trying to sell pay-per-views out of this? I mean, that I don't get it, AJ. I, I don't get why you would do this to them. I I don't like the moniker of the greatest wrestling match ever. I agree, because there are so many better matches that could happen. But it does bring a funny dynamic where one of my favorites is Edge, also being an Adam Joseph... And my brother, loving Randy Orton, this is just a fun little way of me versus him, but it, it's not going to be the greatest match ever. I really liked the, the the last man standing match they had at Mania. We don't really need another. Maybe Edge can bring more of his grit, you know, to, to teach me how to be a Dark Knight in Final Fantasy fourteen. but, you know, just the, the hell. It's the guy. It's the guy who hasn't wrestled in a wrestling ring match in nine years. Well, I mean, Orton's the best person to face since he's since he is the methodical kind of wrestler, where he's just like stomping on an arm or a leg or just targeting a body part until he RKO's you. But we saw it at Mania. It wrote a perfect story. We didn't need another one. This is not going to be the greatest match ever. The Uncle Meltzer, whatever the Young Bucks call him, we're probably going to give it like a one and a half star, maybe even a half star. Who knows? It's apparently already pre-recorded. I'm kind of hoping that they take this thing the complete opposite most way. Most of it's going to be live. Oh, I heard I most of the backlash will be live. Eh. I heard pre-recorded. Donnie heard live. Who knows? I heard a majority of it's going to be live. That's what I heard. Okay, fair. But it's not going to be the greatest match ever. Come on. I'm really hoping they take this thing the complete opposite way, and it's so hilariously bad and not a wrestling match that it's just fun. Well, this it's whole so thing is, yeah, this this whole thing is like a slap in the face to the wrestling community, and you know, no offense to Andrew, but people who love work rate, this is a this is a this is a slap in the face to people who take work rate more seriously than the entire what? No, not. You, I meant your brother. Oh, oh, actual. Okay, all right. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I work with him too, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry. I work with him every day. <laughs> <laughs> he said I'm sorry. He said I'm sorry. 
<laughs> as I get glared from across the room. No, it's fine. I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't say anything that I wouldn't say right to him. You know, here he comes. He's coming over here now, isn't he? He wants to talk. To no, him. he's not. He's not coming over. He's like, "What the hell are you talking about?" I'm like, better. "You motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> I'm really hoping it goes back to 14. I honestly, the fact that they're making this moniker, and I'm trying to look at the rest of the card on this thing too, which I, I don't think anybody can do it. Maybe Cruz and Andrade, but is this not just an opportunity for everybody to stick it in the face of that match and say, "Hey, here's I just put on the greatest wrestling match ever." Now, hey, guess what, guys? Go beat that like they used to do, you know, and try and beat each other and say, "This I put on the best match." Now you go ahead and go try and top it. I feel like everybody on this card should be feeling that way and go, I can put on a better ma- match than they can. I'm going to go out there and just knock it out of the park. Not a single person that works for WWE that coordinates anything, that wrestles, that's a referee, that sets up the ring, gives a flying fuck that they're calling this the greatest wrestling match ever, including... Randy Orton and Edge. This is such a slap in the face to those people. I'm telling you, this is a joke. This is a joke through the whole fucking company. They don't care. This is just what they're doing. It doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. Well, That's no. my breaking news. Well, no shit. Orton freaking posted a picture of him buying like a jetliner or some shit saying this is the greatest thing like a month ago. You think he gives a shit? It's it's terrible. It's so stupid. Why then? Why do we're the t- moniker? Why are we're you talking about it? That's why. Uh, I'm talking about it because you brought it up. <laughs> it, it, it gives us time. Yeah, I can play that thing again. I can play that that thing I put together again. Please you want to play no. that again? Oh, dear no. God, no. Good. I won't do it. I'm not gonna do it. All right, let's talk about the rest of the card. I, what up? Let let's get into this triple threat tag match, tag team championships, list cross applesauce. Recently, losers to Bailey and Sasha Banks. I don't believe that Bailey and Sasha are coming out of here. Looks like I I would say let's Peyton Royce pins Nikki Cross and the Iconics are your new women's tag champs. Dan, you can put your head in your hand. AJ, why don't you talk about it? I mean... Iconic! It, it was random for what? Bliss Cross Applesauce. How is Sean Spears with Peyton Royce? That's ridiculous to me. I'm sorry. Somebody hey, Peyton hey, Royce and Billy K wrestlers. He, maybe he has Peyton the Royce perfect... looks pretty good. Oh, well, Peyton Royce then is, it's okay. If Peyton it's that Royce much, is... fine. But if it's not... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's working with a down on death. But anyway, what do you need the chair for? We started on AEW. <laughs> anyway, it was random for Bliss Cross Applesauce to even lose it in the first place. I don't get why Bailey and Sasha needed to win this. I don't care who. Win- this is. One of the matches that won't top the greatest match ever between Edge and Orton. I'm just saying that right now. Because it just makes no sense as to why any of it is really happening. Let's just go to NXT where Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart faces whoever the fuck wins this debacle. There is no... That's one of the other things. There is there is no women's tag teams 
in NXT, and this is supposed to be, you know, defended across all brands. They're not even give it. They're not even making an effort to have tag teams in the women division, which is you ridiculous. know what DP ring the bell for you right there because and they they don't bother, and there is none. There's nobody. Well, and anytime there's a defense, that, that the titles change because there's nobody else out there. It's terrible. It's terrible. Fine, if you don't want to talk about that, I heard that at some point tonight on SmackDown, which we haven't watched yet, and, oh, I'm not, I haven't watched it. looks like, okay, well, AJ's flipping over to it, DP's not watching it. But I heard at some point tonight, Jeff Hardy's going to throw a urine sample in Sheamus' face. What are your thoughts on that? Um, from what I've seen, I, I, I haven't muted, but from what it looks like, Sheamus fake day urine sample i don't eh. this is this is the worst storyline i'm sorry i know vince mcmahon loves to you know tout on real life events but the fact that they're playing through this whole thing and all of jeff hardy's issues that he's had this is brutal this is so brutal i'm sorry i just oh the worst but it's such good shit Andrade getting that United States Championship back? Yes, no, maybe so. Is that is that our opinion? No. I'll let you know when I need your opinion. Okay, fair enough. Uh, no, I think the Paul's... <laughs> I, I was being nice giving the, the go run. <sighs> no. Well, don't, set, don't, don't set me up for my own shit. I'll take it when I want it. But yeah, I was being helpful. It's what happens when I'm a week off. No, I think I think Apollo retains. Apollo has to retain at this point. I I, I really want to see Andrade move on to, to bigger and better, but I don't think they flip flop it at this point. Okay. Any chance Oscar's dropping the belt to Nia Jax here? And what kind of match do you see? I would love this to get some time. I think these two could have a really really good match. AJ, I, I see you got bitter beer face over there. What's going on? I don't, I don't see that happening. I think Oscar retains this. The rumor that is going around—I don't know if people have seen this or not—but apparently Charlotte's going to go for the women, the Raw Women's Championship next after Nia Jax. Fingers crossed. Hope not, but who knows? I hope so. I really do. I, I know people are kind of kind of knock against Charlotte because she's always in that title picture, but she's the best in the business. She, that's what she does, and she's amazing at what she does. So I would love that. And I, you know, I prefaced it a little earlier, you know, mentioning it that you know now that she's dropped it, you know, and, and technically I think she's is she a SmackDown? I don't even know what she is, but they can move her wherever she wants at this point, right? So. I would love that. They they've they've teased it a bit with the Oscar and Charlotte matches that they've been having. That I think that's exactly where you need to go and have Oscar finally get that victory over Charlotte that she has not been has not had yet. And this is a perfect SummerSlam match for them. And what I'm imagining is the reopening for WWE to finally get some fans into the you know into attendance to have Oscar and Charlotte you know whether it's the main event or not, but to have Oscar and Charlotte for the Raw Women's title at your SummerSlam event when everybody can come back, I think, is the best you can get when it comes to women's wrestling. 
It's hard to tell when that, that SummerSlam is going to happen. They would love for that to be the first event with fans back, but to have that happen in August at the TD Garden in Boston does not look like a real possibility. Could they end up putting something in its place in August, moving it to September, something like that? Who knows? Do they maybe save that, do it, what they can do right now, and run this like Survivor Series first big showback, Royal Rumble first big showback? I mean, we've had that discussion before. We don't know when we're going to see all those kind of things. Let's move on down the line here. we got a few more title matches to get to. I should say a couple. <laughs> what do you want? Raw or SmackDown, AJ? Go ahead. Uh, let's let's go with the uh, Raw for 400 Trebek. All right. Okay, we can do the Raw side. So... Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley. I don't think there's a chance in hell Bobby Lashley's winning this fucking title from Drew McIntyre. Uh, I wouldn't hate it if McIntyre retained, and I wouldn't hate it if Lashley retained. Or not retained. Won it. Sorry. Wrong wording. I'm drunk. Ignore me. But I, I have no problem with either of them coming out with the title. I mean... Do you really pull the title off of McIntyre already, though? No, no. We we, we haven't seen his 100% potential being a champion with all the, you know, the quarantine BS that's going around. But uh, McIntyre being the champion, I like. Lashley being a champion. I like, and... Lashley's dream match facing Brock Lesnar. Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar has been something that Lashley's wanted for years. Well, I don't think we're going to see Brock Lesnar in in a little while. What what do you think with your refill? But me? Sounds quiet. Do we lose AJ? Yeah, yeah. He's he's been breaking I mean, in out here. To... Oh, well, I think he's as far as what it comes to internet. when it comes to this match, I you know I I'd love to see Lashley finally get a shot and and hold the title for a while. It's one thing he hasn't been able to do in WWE. Uh, but I I just I guess I don't see it happening right now because just yeah taking it off of McIntyre at this point just seems uh, a little premature. I would love to see if, if Lesnar, whenever he's going to come back, I, I'm not sure. I'm sure during this whole thing he's not going to be around. But having them and all three of them in a triple threat would be pretty badass, I think. No. There's no way you'll ever have Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Brock Lesnar in a triple threat. Ever. There never, ever. That match will never fucking happen. Ever. 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 Never happen. Never, ever, 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 ever. But, but we got we got Suplex City. We got Claymore no, those Country. Those three guys are never ever ever getting back together. <laughs> we can't have like Spears City State or something like that. Let's not. Let's not do this. Let's move on. We're gonna move on. No, we're not. No, we're not gonna do this anymore. Bob Lashley's not winning this title. He might win the match on some kind of shenanigans. I give MVP the motherfucking title before Bobby Lashley. Let's move on. 
Here's something that's very interesting. Braun Strowman versus The Miz and Morrison. I can say, if I had to bet, I wouldn't bet on it. But with everything that's going on right now, will you not be entertained by The Miz and Morrison being coach champions for one month and losing it back in, like, just dominated fashion and Braun Strowman can just get over on this? I, I, I can see it happening. I'm sorry. I can see it happening. Do you, do you see it as them making Miz and Morrison fight? over who's going to be the champion for that month and keep saying, like, uh, Kane and, and Daniel Bryan, I am the tag team champions type of thing. I see it more of Brock Lesnar, not Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman's coming after these guys and Mrs. Like Morrison's the champion and Morrison's like Mrs. the champion. And then when they're together, I'm the champion. No, I'm the champion. Like, this is built for that. And it's it's some nefarious means that's set on these Chairshot Radio Network waves that... They end up getting this title, and it just makes Braun look better because you can flip this and flip it back, in my opinion, and benefit all three of them. I can't argue with it. I I, I think it would be fun either way, you know. And in these times with the random shit that they've been doing, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if if Miz and Morrison end up winning this thing. It could make for some entertaining times while everything's going on for just for something different. You know, I, why not? I guess, I, you know, unfortunately, because I, I feel like at this point, Braun, Strowman's, Braun Strowman is having a big show type run with the heavyweight title. And it's just, it's comical and it's bad. And why not try and do something different? I, I wouldn't have... <laughs> I guess at this point, when it comes to the Universal title, I really don't care what they do, and I might as well have some fun with it. Yeah, I, again, I'm not opposed to whoever wins this. Strowman looking like a monster against Miz and Morrison, and Miz and Morrison playing the, he's the champion, no, he's the champion, you should kill him, no. It, it, it's all entertaining. I, I could see this going either way. Miz and Morrison are... I mean, they're great with what they do. Strowman looking like an absolute monster, destroying two main eventers, basically, in their own right. I, you can't go wrong with this. You really can't. I mean, maybe it leads to Miz and Morrison saying, like, well, no, I can beat him one-on-one. I can beat him one-on-one. And it just plays along with that, but... uh. As far as who wins, I'm going to say Strowman on this one. All right. All right. I think that's the entire card, gentlemen. It's interesting to me that the women's uh, tag team division we talk about not getting highlighted is the only tag team match on the card. So that's something to be said. Yeah. Who are our tag team champions? Who are the men's tag team champions? That's a good question. It's, they're playing bowl. They're playing uh, bowling it's, it's, it's and Kenny it's a decathlon. And, uh, Hangman Page. I think uh, it's Kenny Omega the, and Hangman Page. Oh no! WWE. WWE. The street. The street profits are one of them. And Got then it. that's Raw. And then on SmackDown, it's it's still the New Day. I think so. There you go. That's how bad it I, is. I I, I, th- I think they had All a right. match with uh, well. Cesaro and Nakamura, but. 
I think this is I think this is the perfect time to segue into since I got a couple things right, uh, maybe we should segue into something where I never get any fucking thing right, but but we'll be right back for that. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Alrighty, you know the game. Phenomenally funky facts. I give the trivia. These guys give the answers. DP is undefeated so far, four and zero. In Sonny's, as he says, screwed left and right, like the most popular prom date. <sighs> left up, down, and every way but right. But we got a new set of questions that I came up specifically for today and for the rest of the month. Because in all honesty, I actually ran out of questions. So I had to find more. Uh, so we all know the rules. Two wrestling, one however I see fit. It could be something that I want, something sports related, wrestling related, video game related. Who knows? Who cares? It's what I see fit. That's why it's phenomenally funky facts. So, uh, it's been a month for the amount of times that I've said this, but, uh, Tony, you have been on the losing end. Ah, So that means you get to start one, two, or three. I'll go with, uh, question B, Alex. Sure, fuck it, I'll go with it. Uh, wrestling then. <laughs> oh my god, it's a wrestling question. The first oh one. My surprise, god. surprise. Oh my god, it's like totally wrestling. Alrighty, so, gentlemen, who was the first man to win King of the Ring in 1985? DP goes with Harley Race, so does PC Tunny, and sadly, neither of them what? are right. Apparently, both gentlemen have seen me do the Inside NWA uh, podcast uh... they did with Harley Race, but it was not Harley Race that won the original King of the Ring tournament. It was actually Don Morocco. Mm, wow. 
Wow, I wouldn't have got Don Morocco. I was going with Harley Race or Haku. <laughs> Which both good. Ugh, I mean that, that that's why that's why I added the year, so you wouldn't say like Bret okay. Hart. That's why I thought I was, was going to pick first, and then he said the year, and I'm like, oh shit, that's not Bret Hart. Now Bret Hart was the first pay per view King of the Ring. All, All right. right, so DP. I, I guess A or C, one or three, you take your pick. I'll go with the latter, Arsenio. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's actually the opinion one. When... Oh, sure, he mixes it up. I didn't mix it up. I, I, have it, I have it written down one, two, three on each single one. It's different for every single one. I can oh, show the screen right here. Never, we've always got the last, we've always got the non-wrestling last. We have, oh. every time. It's the first. But hilariously enough, it's Tony wrestling. might get this one. Because oh. I know oh, Andrew's no, been no, begging man. for it for a while. Oh, shit. Well, yeah, yeah. As... <laughs> I'll let him know after. <laughs> but, uh... So the opinion question that Tunny will opinion. 60% get. That's your opinion, man. Who is my favorite wrestler on MLW? Fuck if I know. Is it bad that I can't name a single wrestler on MLW? God, I hope he's on MLW. Nah, just throw a fucking name. <laughs> I hope this guy's on I hope this guy's on MLW. And if he is, I'm fucked either way. I really fucking look like a dipshit either way here. Go That's ahead. It's okay, DP. at least I have nothing. I have nothing, so it's fine. Alright, DP, you you said you got nothing? I got nothing. Tony actually has Alexander Hammerstone, which is correct! Yes, Winweight champion Alexander Hammerstone is by far one of my favorites. I follow him on Twitter. He is a joy to watch on Twitter. He's a bit of a nerd, just like all of us. Uh, if you haven't seen it, he does guitar covers of uh, the last thing that I saw was the X-Men cartoon uh, theme song. Sweet. I was just... I was just I was just playing you guys. I that's the first question I finally fucking knew right away. Oh, uh, hopefully we're gonna hopefully we get him on the DW on the uh, not the DWP, uh, Pot is War. I hope we get him on Pot is War. We're trying to get him on Pot is War. Hopefully both. Well, yeah, we can do that too. <laughs> but uh, holy shit, DP is actually or not DP? It's sorry, it's ahead and is currently Kicking winning. Kicking his ass. So, uh, leaves the last question, which is another the only, the only white guy in the nation right now. What nation? Honey, we're all white. Oh, because I'm only, I'm, yeah, I'm dominating them all. Uh, only white guy uh, in the nation. The nation uh, dominate. Never mind. It's a wrestling joke. Go ahead. Uh, uh, He's there, Owen Hart. Anyway, I'll take, I'll take A. Okay, good. Um, so this individual 
has the most number of reigns as the WCW Tag Team Champion. Who is it? One person? One person holds this record. Wow. That's a tough one. It could be anybody. Holy shit. I'll, I'll let... I'll I'm guessing. Guess it's. I'm guess uh, it's more of an obvious answer. But I went way off the mark on this one. I think it, it is a little bit of an obvious answer. Ah, damn it! Then I changed my vote because that's what I was going to go with. Oh, DP picked Dean Malenko, and PC Tony picked the right answer. Ah, that's what I was going to pick. It's Booker T. <laughs> that was going to be my choice too, but I was like, heck, that's too obvious. <laughs> He still would have won. WCW Tag Team Championship reigns 10 with Harlem Heat with Stevie Ray and 1 with Test to make them feel lovely. The reign of the over, motherfuckers! It's a new dawn! The light has fucking shined through at the end of the tunnel! So just like 2019, Baker Mayfield makes the Cleveland Cleveland play, beats the New York Jets... Beats the no, undefeated no, no streak. No winner wants to hear about being compared to Baker fucking Mayfield and the Cleveland fucking Horribles. All right, okay? fine, fine, We're talking fine. PC Tony. We're talking. All right, wait, 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 wait. I, I, I'll change it. I'll change it. The Seahawks had an advantage. You son of a bitch. No, no one the Pack- don't, don't you dare. Came back. Don't you dare. No. The Packers came back. Through a Hail Mary, and PC Tony has finally won the trivia championship! The commissioner has conquered. I'm gonna take the ball and I'm gonna, we're gonna score. Yeah. <clears throat> On that workout, Hasselback. Hey, it's fine, DP. You're still 4 and 1. Ah. Uh, oh, fuck you, guys. You don't, have to, you, know, you don't have to make me feel better about it. It's fine. I, I, I know. This is your boy, Tony Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thecheshop.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thecheshop.com. What do you mean it's let's go? What do you I mean, what do I mean when I said before we didn't know what last call was going to be and no one literally knew? No one still fucking knows. But we've had a great time today here on the DWI podcast. Gentlemen, whenever you want to talk about, you got two minutes. We'll go two minutes each. I'm going to start and give you guys each two minutes to just rant about anything you want to. How's that sound today? We're just going to... We're going to have a little bitch fest at the end here. Or maybe you're happy about something. Maybe you got a new podcast. Uh, maybe you mixed some new alcohol tonight. Maybe you did. I don't know. All I'm going to say is, 
it's been nice to be able to get back out and about into the world. I'm really loving what's going on over at thechairshot.com and the different branches. If you're a wrestling fan, you're obviously into movies, you're obviously into music, you're obviously into video games, you're obviously into sports. A lot of those things commingle, and that's what we're trying to do over there. Personally, I like going out to the bar, having a beer or two, not too many, and playing a little golden tea. So I've been able to go out and go back out and do that with my friends, get on a golf course, have a couple margaritas at the bar, things of that nature. But let's be safe still. Let's let's continue to think, think about what we're doing out there. Let's continue to think about what's going on in society right now, okay? I just want to say that it's important to me that equality and justice for everybody, regardless of what your sexual preference is or what your race is. And that's very important to me and what's going on right now. And, you know, just because you don't think the same as someone or look the same as someone, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be treated the same. Those are my last thoughts this week. Always enjoy talking to you guys. Follow me at PC Tunny, yada, yada, yada. Who's up? up next i guess i'll be up next i mean i agree with everything that you're saying i mean we're we're finally getting past the covid quarantine that we have we finally get to hang out like i said before last week i wasn't here i went hung out with friends it was the first time in three months and it was just as fun as it was three months ago uh, hopefully we all get to enjoy hanging out with uh, friends, family, loved ones, whatever you want. We all love games. We all love movies. We all love any form of entertainment. I mean, hell, we're here on a wrestling podcast. We all love wrestling. We all love, hell, we all love drinking together. Amen. Cheers. Cheers. So what better way than just to get together, have fun, talk about anything just to relax make sure we just break apart from all the bad that's going on around in the world i I completely agree with tani i mean it doesn't matter what color your skin is we all bleed red we're all the same we're all human beings everyone get along everyone join in unison that's that's all we're asking for just a little bit of care a little bit of unison a little bit of understanding so, DP, how about you give us a last hurrah? I think Jackie Moon said it best with ELE. Everybody love everybody. There you go. I like to focus on a lot of the good things. I, I you know the the. <clears throat> I know we're 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 stepping away a little bit and, and starting to release some things when it comes to COVID, but still, please be careful out there because it's not gone. Uh, you know, in, in certain states, things are starting to spike back up because, you know, people are starting to get back out there and, and we're going to have that, that you know, curve come back up again and then dip back down. So please just continue to be careful. But I like kind of to focus on a lot of the good things that, for me, that, that have come out of this thing. And, and it's just different things that you can be able to do. I mean, working, the fact that, at least for me, I can work from home has, has made a, a complete difference in our company and things like that. And, and Finding different ways to socialize has been amazing. It's difficult, but fun. Finding new ways to, to 
to talk with your coworkers, you know, and FaceTime and Zoom and, and things like that just to see them and say hi again because it's been three months basically since you haven't since you've been able to see anybody and um, it just makes it a lot more fun to find new ways to do things and, and, and get out there and, and enjoy other things. Like we've made a new, you know, here at, at, at in the Thunderdome here at the house, our Friday nights used to be go to the bar, you know, and, and now that the things have closed down, we had to find some alternatives. And now what we do is we've got a little fire pit. We go sit out on the back patio here, right outside the Thunderdome. We light up a fire we play some cards. We've been playing, you know, goofy, crazy eights and cribbage and golf and King's Corners and just random games and just having a ridiculously fun time, having some drinks and just enjoying each other's company. It's just something different, you know, and, and it, it different, you know, finding little, it's just the little things. It's not even that big, right? But it's just fun and it's something different. And, it, you know, you can find new ways to enjoy things than what you used to do, than what, what the norm was, right? So I, I just encourage that because find some different things that are out there that you can just do other than what you used to, right? There, there can be some new things out there. And and just to bring back the chair shot and, and, and to plug everything that I'm doing as well, that the chairshot.com has been ridiculously expanding. And I think a lot of it maybe has to do with, with everything that's been going on in the world that – there's other opportunities for us to talk about things rather than just wrestling. We're talking about, we have a whole entertainment section now. You know, we talk movies, we talk anything nerd, nerd, nerd culture in general, just comic books and, and things that are TV shows that are going on in the world. And we started this new gaming one with uh, a winner is you that I'm, I'm hosting, which is, you know, scary for me. I don't, I never hosted a podcast, but it was fun. It was entertaining. You know, it was an opportunity to talk to other people that I don't normally talk to, outside of work, you know, and, and getting them on a podcast that they weren't comfortable doing. And then they had a, a shit ton of fun, you know? So it's, it's cool to, to see that in other people and be able to talk about video games and things people enjoy talking about. Just, just get out there and talk. And, you know, if you have the opportunity, go to the chairshot.com, check out the entertainment side. You know, there's, there's all sorts of things. There's, you know, entertainment, there's movie reviews, there's all the sports stuff that we got going on, like PC said, with, with Three Man Weave and everything. All that's out there. We're starting a winner as you. We're going to start doing video game reviews as well. So you know, that opportunity is there. It's fun. It's different. And it's expanding. So that's what I love. And to close it out, follow me at It's Me DPP on Twitter. That's where you're going to find a winner is you as well. That's where it's going to be as well as on Facebook at facebook.com slash a winner is you. That's the letter you a winner is you as well as this podcast at facebook.com slash DWI podcast. For AJ Belaz at phenomenal AJB for DPP at it's me DPP and for myself at PCT honey. That's at PC Tony. I'm just being funny. You've been listening for the edition of the podcast known as DW. This motherfucker, he gets one podcast on his own and he just talks forever about it. Jeezy, crazy. I'm no, I'm just kidding, folks. It's really good. Check it out. <laughs> Gotta push it. Well, I mean, he lost once. I mean, he got a podcast. Is, uh,
didn't look like you had something to say. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.